please. I save my eye rolling for after I have my back to Agnes, because I am able to show restraint like that. The lone receptionist of the joint catches my eye as I pass by and smirks. We, the podiatrist and I, have our battles with patients, but Sally Flood, the receptionist, has hers as well up front. Agnes Magnus is not one of our favorite patients, to say the least. She's not the worst, but definitely nowhere near the top of the list for patients we wouldn't mind seeing more than once a decade. With only minor grumbling on her part, I get Agnes into the operatory, a small, bright white room with shiny metal equipment and products galore seeping out of every crevice that we refer to as the up, because we're verbally lazy, and motion to the single chair with the smile of an executioner. She doesn't return the smile, but she does sit. In her scratchy voice, she says, I feel like I'm on death row and about to be lethally injected or electrocuted. I silently open up her chart on the computer. Are you going to strap me down, too? She wonders. It can be arranged. Of course not, Agnes. Hmm, is her rebuttal. We're going to numb up the skin around your toes before cutting the nails. We'll do the left foot today, since that has been bothering you the most, I say, meeting her eyes. Her face pinches up. Why are you smiling? Are you happy about this? My eyes go wide. I'm not smiling. I distinctly see the outline of a smile upon your face, though I'm sure you're trying very hard to hide it. Do you enjoy other people's discomfort? No, of course not, I say, turning away and add with a mumble, maybe yours. Before I can worry about whether or not she heard that, my boss enters the room. Grant Ullman is large. He has to be about six and a half feet tall and weighs anywhere from 230 to 400 pounds. Okay, so he probably weighs more like 260. His voice is deep and booming, making him seem closer to eight feet tall, and he's perpetually clean-shaven. I've never even seen a hint of stubble upon his face. He's got shaggy brown hair streaked in silver that always seems to be in need of a trim, and gray eyes that are alight with humor most days. Agnes Magnus, how's it going on this lovely morning? He greets, then looks at me. Great day for pizza, right? I hold in a sigh. My boss recently turned 50, and the office celebrated by having a pizza party at the local bowling alley. I showed off my athletic ability by routinely getting gutter balls, and then I let my inner pig out by devouring most of a cheese pizza. Ever since then, he mentions pizza at least once a week. The guy needs new material. It'd be lovelier if I wasn't here, she replies. For all of us. My boss just laughs, complete with a snort at the end, and turns to me. Ready, Freddy? Who's Freddy? The sweet, sweet lady demands. She's Freddy, he says, pointing at me. I can't remember her name, so I just call her whatever. As long as you don't call her late for supper, eh? Mrs. Magnus cackles. I narrow my eyes on the back of her fluffy gray head. What was that? 
Was that a fat joke? I glance down at my average frame and frown. Does she think I'm fat? Dr. Ullman commences to widen his eyes and shake his head at me, motioning with his arms and mouthing, no, no. I stick my tongue out at Agnes's unsuspecting head and then smile at the readied needle. Let the fun begin. First, I'm going to numb up the area and then let it sit for a few minutes before beginning. The boss man looks at the patient. Are you ready? I can't wait. With a smile, he pokes the gnarly flesh around her toes with the needle, pumping lidocaine into the skin. All the while, Agnes is carrying on like he is slitting her throat. Although if that was the case, we wouldn't have to listen to her go on and on with her moaning and groaning. So there is actually a certain appeal to-